Welcome to another episode of Infinity X, where we give a stage and microphone to human excellence in the pursuit of never-ending opportunities and merging ecosystems with world-renowned entrepreneurs and influencers. Now, here's your host, David Harder. From the hallowed halls of Epic Productions and Epic Podcast Studios here in the Profit Center, Epic Financial Strategies here in Red Bank, New Jersey, we are Infinity X, giving a stage and microphone to human excellence in the constant pursuit of creating limitless and infinite sales meetings. And tonight is absolutely no different. We are joined by Justin. I'm going to hope that I pronounce your last name appropriately. It's Justin Rothlandshofer. Is that right, Justin? Nailed it. You're one for one, my man. I am one for one. That is uh, the best batting average I'll ever have in my life. Right? <laughs> but uh, hey, you, you only have to bat 33% to uh, get into the Hall of Fame. So you're, you're on your way. Yeah, no, I wasn't even close to that. Trust me, my uh, college baseball career lasted about 15 minutes. So, <laughs> But we are uh, joined this evening, folks, with uh, Justin Rothlandshofer, who is a global influencer. He is a, uh, a celebrity coach, coaches athletes, coaches on data, just doing massive, massive things in all aspects of coaching and social media influence. And uh, Justin, it's such a pleasure to have you joining us this evening. Thank you very much for joining us. No, oh, David, it's a pleasure. I'm, uh, I always love uh, really authentic uh, interviews and just quality content. So happy to be, uh, happy to be here and, and bring whatever value I can. Thank you so very much. And, you know, for, um, I want to thank all of our, uh, all of our uh, uh, continued, the, the continued support that we have from our guests. If you have a question for Justin at any point during the session this evening, please put it into the chat and I'll be sure to get to it. But Justin, why don't you introduce yourself to the good folks who join us on Infinity X every single week? Um, you know, to know where you're going, you have to understand where you come from. So where did it all start for you? Yeah, I, I, I love this question because it's it's an easy answer for me. It started back when I was 13 years old and uh, I was playing hockey. Uh, I grew up in Canada. You, you were born with skates on and sure. I wanted to be an NHLer. That was that was the big, uh, that was the goal that uh, was just ingrained for me at a young age. that really stand out. And I said to my father, I was like, what's going on? Like, what do I have to do to create some sort of, some sort of change here? And he said, son, talent will get you noticed, but consistency will get you paid. And it was that moment that I, it really changed my mindset, literally at 13, of everything that I do for the rest of my life is about being consistent. What is it that's going to get the most consistent version of me every single day? so that I can optimize my ability to get paid. And that could, that's not just financial. That's from a fulfillment standpoint. That's from an impact standpoint. That's from a, uh, a quality of life standpoint. And it just might happen to be financially in some situations, but payment comes in all of these different forms. But when we lead with consistency, that's what we are searching for. And so that's, that's really where it started for me um, and ultimately ended up dictating my journey over the next 25 years to um, dive into uh, recovery, dive into heart rate variability, dive into uh, performance optimization, dive into uh, all the education that I went through uh, in getting my doctorate and getting my 
wow. uh, different certification spaces and then having and being and working with um, NHLers and uh, different NHL teams and then Olympians and then some of the best entrepreneurs in the world and ultimately starting my own business and uh, then bringing my fiance into the mix and uh, ultimately now growing, uh, selling our first company and then growing it now into uh, uh, a global brand. And it's been something that has been uh, fulfilling and uh, ultimately impactful. Um, but it all started with just what my dad would have probably thought is just a, uh, a harmless comment of, hey, instead of looking at me and saying, just work harder, it's get a little bit more consistent with what you're doing. That's incredible. What a message. And it's so universal in any business that you're in, right? You know, consistency is so key. Um, are you showing up each and every single day in a peak state, right? Tony Robbins talks about that all the time, right? And, you know, if you're showing up consistently in a peak state, regardless of how you feel that day, you number one, you have the chance to start your day over again anytime you want, right? But that the day is going to have greater micro distinctional impact, um, you know, it, you know, in little chunks at a time. That's amazing. Now, when you look back at that advice, because I mean, that's unbelievable advice to try to process as a 13 year old kid, right? When you look back at getting that advice as a 13 year old, how did that sink in for you into your nervous system? A, that's an awesome question. And literally the very next, I was always a very cerebral kid, uh, somebody that, um, and now having dove into some of the genetical processes and uh, the things in certain personality traits, I know that I'm addic have an addictive personality. Yep. It's just, it's ingrained in me. And so as with anything, I became obsessed with it. Um, I, when my friends were reading comic books, playing video games, I was reading medical journals and, uh, everything that I could get my hands on when it comes to recovery and performance, uh, at 14 years old, sitting and reading the journal of strength and conditioning, reading, uh, the New York times medical section, like all of these wow. things is like anything I could get my hands on at 14. I'm sleeping with heart rate monitors, sleeping with brainwave sensors, um, tracking my HRV every day I wake up. Um, and understanding what I need to eat every single day, um, experimenting with my body, how hard can I push it? Where can I make certain changes on my sleep routines, on my night routines, on what everybody's now calling biohacking, which is really just applied science. Um, and it, it, that was, that was the 14 year old conversion of myself. And quite frankly, I got so obsessed and took it so far one direction that it, it actually drove me into uh, anorexia for about four years where I was had major body image issues. But in doing so, it grew my knowledge base so great. And yes, I had to go through that because you could have asked me anything at 14, 15, 16 years old that many... 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 year olds would have had no clue about who have spent their entire life in the health and wellness industry. And it was because of the way in which I was obsessed with it and to, to a state of sickness. Um, not that I was executing the right way, but I had the fundamental information. And that's where I really drove this passion for, we're drowning in information today. We're drowning in information everywhere, especially in the health and wellness industry. And it's not about information, it's about how do we apply that information? We don't have an information issue. We're actually drowning in it. We're 
let me see if I can turn this back on. <laughs> um, <laughs> lights go out on you in here. Um, but uh, we're, we're drowning in information. And because we're drowning in information, we don't know how to apply it in an appropriate way. But the moment we figure out how to personalize it and how to put it into practice, that changes the game. And that's where so many of us are missing the boat is we don't know what turns to take. We don't know what tweaks to make. Everybody talks about like, if you get 1% better every single day, imagine what that's going to be in three, four, five, six, 10, 15 years. Well, how do you know the tweaks you're making are actually the right ones? How do you know that the work you're putting in is actually appropriate? And it's not just about figuring out what, what, what Jeff Bezos is doing or what Elon Musk is doing or what Oprah is doing. No, what are you doing? What's Parker Russo doing? What's Jade doing? What's David doing? What's Justin doing? What are these people doing? Because each and every single one of us is different and we have to own our different. And if we don't own our different, we ultimately leave out what makes us great. And if we're unable to do that, it puts a wedge between us and consistency, whether we love to think about when we, whether we want to think about that or not. Incredible message. We are Infinity X stage and microphone to human excellence. This is just, I'm just going to call you Roth, brother. <laughs> is that what your ecosystem calls you Roth or no? <laughs> yeah. You know what? I've been called a lot of things. And uh, so that one's, that one's okay. <laughs> this is Justin Rothland Schaufer and um, you can find him on Instagram at Justin Roth. Um, Justin YouTube channel as well. YouTube. I do. Yes. It's just my name, Justin Rothling Schaufer. Um, have a, have a YouTube channel, have hours and copious amounts of uh, content on there. So feel free to reach out and subscribe. Amazing guys. Reach out, reach out, check it out, subscribe to that. We have a, a note that came in actually from uh, Matt Crump. Hello, Justin. Just wanted to say hello and stop by to support you here. Keep the pedal to the floor. I love that, Matt. Thank you very, very much for that. Um, <clears throat> but man, I mean, listen, for all of you entrepreneurs, if you didn't, if that message didn't land with you, because I mean, there's what better time than right now, right? We're moving into a new year. The, uh, the clock has been reset, right? You have an opportunity to scale your business upward, to, to monitor and measure what worked and what did not work in 2021 and, uh, and, and, and create, you know, based upon analytics of data, right? And based upon trends, the things that worked well with your business and the things that didn't work well. I know I've gone through that personally over the past month, you know, but I mean, Justin, what an incredible, um, you know, what an incredible sense of self-awareness at such a young age. Now, when you were at, you know, 14, 15 and, and, and reading what you were reading and practicing what you were practicing, did you still have the end in mind as playing, as playing professional hockey or like, what did you identify as what you wanted your career path to look like at that point? Yeah. So that, that was still the end goal. And, and quite frankly, what's amazing is even with the, obsession and become and having the body image issues the anorexia and everything else that came like and we're talking like guys i went from like 170 to 98 pounds like it was a drastic flip from 14 to 16 i was still playing hockey at the highest level i was still performing i was still a 4.0 student i was still doing all these things and contrary to everything that you could have ever imagined um, from what the doctors were saying, from what people were telling me, the psychologists I went to, the, the people, the people that my parents took me to, to try and help me get like out of this time. It was one of those moments that 
Um, and I still honestly attribute that to like, it sounds backwards, but I attribute that to the mental toughness that I, that I have today, where it's like, I went through, I would literally starve myself because I was fearful of certain things. And I would go to bed and have a cold shower in Canada in the middle of January, where it's minus 25, have a cold shower, sleep only with a sheet because I knew that it uh, would ultimately have a higher metabolic uh, result within you. And you're supposed to optimize your sleep and all of these types of things and taking it so far to the extreme that I put myself through like literally hell for three or four years in, in a very unhealthy way, but was still able to perform and drive through because of certain habits that I still elicited and still drove for and still looked at numbers and still was able to optimize certain things. Now, was there certain decrements to my body over a long period of time? hundred percent. Would I ever advise that or do something differently? hundred percent. But because of that, I was able to generate this new level of body awareness. And as I, at 16, I was able to get, uh, I had a doctor that really just like took me under his wing and actually helped educate me, knew that I had like a passion for this. And it again, changed my mindset of, and addressed that fear. And so, and he was actually a, a cardiologist that um, specializes, uh, specialized in the nervous system. And I learned so much from this guy over the course of three years. And again, then went from 98 pounds over the course of a year to 175 and gained it back in a healthy way, uh, was drafted, ended up going down to college, played college hockey, ended up wow. playing professionally. Um, and where'd you go to college? Uh, UMass. And then, nice. Excellent. And then from there played, uh, uh, played in the Columbus Blue Jacket system for uh, just a cup of coffee and then decided to get into the coaching realm where this is where like I could make a bigger impact. And at that point, um, again, got my master's degree in exercise physiology, went and got my massage therapy degree, went and got um, my sports nutrition license, went and got, uh, started working on my doctorate in um, uh, heart rate variability and sleep recovery, uh, while then diving into functional medicine space. And like all of this stuff was like, how do I bring the way in which we're broken in this world of understanding health and wellness, health optimization, performance, recovery, and making it seamless, simple, and, and, and understandable. And uh, in that whole journey, I felt like I had to go through it. I had to feel the highs, feel the lows, and, and to be honest, be a human and experience these things while then being able to then parlay it into something that has been a very impactful career that it, at, again, going from the University of Louisville, operating in their uh, basketball programs, winning national championships, being a part of that, experiencing that, going from there, going to Miami of Ohio, running my own program from the bottom up, building out an entire sports performance and recovery division um, and leading the charge there, getting 22 guys to the NHL over the course of three and a half years. And then uh, building a uh, private uh, camp for NHL guys, helping them learn what goes on internally so they can recover better down in Florida. We started with eight guys. We were up to 75. Um, and then getting my first chance uh, in the NHL from the Columbus Blue Jackets to the Washington Capitals, ultimately to running a program in, in Anaheim with the Ducks before ultimately leaving 
and uh, starting to really dive in with entrepreneurs and executives, going back to exactly what you said, is how many people, it's 2022, how many people have sat down December sometime, made their plans for 2022, have said, hey, this is what I want to accomplish. This is what I want to do. I've got a plan for January, Q1, Q2, Q3. I know exactly the steps I need to take. And they know the steps they need to take for their business. But the question is, are you prepared to handle what that is going to require? And when you ask yourself, are you prepared for that, what that's going to require? It's no longer is the plan that you put in place good enough. You yourself is good enough. You have the capability to do that. Otherwise, you wouldn't have the business that you have. But are you going to be able to be consistent enough? Are you going to be able to sustain the pace that's going to be required to obtain those goals? And once we start to understand that we are truly our only limiting factor, and that if we lead with self-leadership, and we come at it from a personalized side of what's going on internally, what can I do to personally tweak myself 1% every single day to get 1% better every day and have no doubts about it, have the utmost plan of what I need personally so that I can show up and give you more. That is how you win. And that is how you win consistently. That's how you win every day. And that's how you win repeatedly. And that's how those that ultimately climb the ladder so quickly, seemingly overnight, are able to do that is because they're consistent and they know how to look after themselves to be able to ultimately influence those around them. Incredible. We are Infinity X with a stage and microphone for human excellence. We're joined by Justin Rockland Schofer this evening. Any business owner who didn't, who heard that message and isn't looking in the mirror right now to identify, <clears throat> did I put the metrics in it? Am I prepared to execute on that plan going into 2022? My recommendation is you might want to have a conversation with Justin around that because I think that there's accountability coaching that is plentiful and ready and waiting for you. Now, Justin, another question I have for you is, listen, with an NHL career and also the consulting that you did to, you know, University of Louisville and Miami of Ohio and the Ducks and the, you know, and the Columbus Blue Jackets, I mean, that's at the highest level. There is no level higher than that, right? Right. What was it about the culture in, in you know, I'll call it the NHL and or at those uh, at those specific teams um, that was appealing to you? But then part two to that question is what drove you or what were your telltale signs that drove you to pursue running your own business and running your own coaching program? Yeah, it was uh, it's it's funny that you say that it, I, I actually count those years in my life the pinnacle years where I was like, I'm at the NHL. I, everybody in there, everybody would say you, you're living the dream. I call that actually like my ultimate failure where I continued to find success without fulfillment. And I always realized there was more, there was something more. I wanted more. I wanted to impact more. And I was limited to the, uh, institution, which was the NHL, which was the NCAA, which was all of these guardrails that were put up to ultimately protect the institution and protect the business first and foremost, rather than the people who were running and operating it every day, which was the player. And there was a specific moment uh, in my career where um, 
there was a couple things going on from a, uh, uh, a player development standpoint that I wasn't agreeing with and that I really thought we needed to uh, talk about and blow the whistle on a little bit. And I remember sitting in a boardroom, uh, there was four or five, there, there was the ownership team, there was uh, the general manager, the director of player development. This is a, an NHL club. And they sat across from me and we were going back and forth. And I said, do you not think it's our responsibility to stand up for the people we are working for and make sure we give them the best education information for them to make the decision for those men, for, the, for themselves, they're men. And they looked at me and they said, are you on our team? Or are you on theirs? And it was at that moment that I knew that I didn't work for the player, which I, which in my mentality is who I worked for. Right. I worked for the business and that was not a business I was willing to be in. And so when my values were compromised, the moment that I felt like I had to choose between my core values and what I was doing, I knew that that was the end. That's where I needed to take a step away. And uh, it was it was a, a split second decision. Off went the off went my credentials, off went my badges. Walked out the door, and that was the end of my NHL career. And um, it was it seemed really great at the it it seemed like a great idea at the time. And then you woke up the next morning without a job, and you're like, okay, this is this is real. Yeah. And yeah. and that's when I went back to, to again. I go back to that mentality of betting on myself and knowing that there's when I, when you are driven by passion, when you are driven by fuel and a, and a core belief that for me comes from God, for me comes from a faith driven standpoint that I know I will be in the place that I need to be when I'm called. And I, I, I consider myself an obedient soldier, whatever I'm being told to do, I will not ask questions and I will act. And anytime I have followed that intuition, anytime I've answered that calling, I've never, never regretted any decision I've ever made. And that was the moment that um, Own It was formed. Uh, and I have not looked back since. And it's been amazing, an amazing journey. The people I've met, the team we've built, um, the parts of it we've sold, the way we've grown, the impact that we've developed and um, the lives that we've changed. Let's talk about Own It for a minute, but right before, even before we get to that, um, <clears throat> I have, you know, I'm, you know, we operate here. Epic Financial Strategies is a one-stop shop financial wellness center, right? We have multiple divisions. We do consulting, we do planning, um, we outsource in taxation. We do a, a number of different things from a consulting perspective for business owners, for high net worth individuals, and for a multitude of different investors in different ecosystems. I have operated personally in my career Justin, in a couple of different uh, spaces, I've operated in, you know, a W-2 style leadership capacity, and I've operated in the consultative world, right, where we're independent planners. And there you obviously have a heck of a lot more control. But I remember personally, for me, when I finally had that tipping point of enough is enough, I refuse to work for somebody else and have that ceiling above my head, but also to have to play by their rules, you know, quite frankly, and push and position financial instruments that in my opinion, uh, were not to the best benefit of the client. They were just pushing their own personal in corporate agendas, if you will. Yeah. Uh, I just got fed up with that. I got fed up with my future being defined by other individuals. And I wanted to be able to define myself with that being said, I remember vividly the day that I walked out of that one office to enter into the new arena 
and saying to myself, holy crap, did I do the right thing, right? <laughs> you know, because now somebody, nobody's writing my paycheck any longer. Now it's going to be me that's doing so. Um, I also remember that the, the, the planning that went into that exit was, um, if I look back at it a little bit haphazard, when you look at the time, when you, when you look at where you walked out of the last NHL office, right, or, you know, um, you know uh, corporate office to enter into your own space, how much planning did you do leading into that? Or was it truly spur of the moment? Yeah, so I think it was a very natural progression to a certain extent, whereas the, the part that I didn't tell of the story is for about three years, I was working for the Anaconda and I was, I, I was like, there has to be more. There has to be more to what's going on. And every year I would talk myself into, yeah, like, what are you doing? Like, why are you feeling sorry for yourself? You're in, you've got an amazing job. You're in a lot of people's dream seat, like shut up and just deal with it. And it was, during that time that uh, I actually went uh, in one of the masterminds I was in, I went and saw Magic Johnson speak. And he was talking about how the last year in his um, contract, when he renewed, he got it built in uh, with the Lakers that he would get the emails and phone numbers of every season ticket holder in the first two rows of the arena. And with the intention of for lunch and learning from them, using them as a, because obviously they're successful. They've got season tickets on the floor in LA to the Lakers and who's going to turn down a lunch from Magic Johnson, right? So he goes and he's like, Hey, I just want to be mentored by you. I, that's all I want. And so it's spurred something. I mean, it's like, you know what? You're in a position, you're in a three letter league, take advantage of it. You know, you're on the road for about 80 to 80 to 90 uh, nights a, a year. You should meet with 80 to 90 people. So for the next two years, I met with a different business person over the next, uh, over those 80 to 90 days um, every year and started to create a network, started to learn. And then ultimately, as I'm sitting there, they're going, so you're a performance coach for the Ducks, what do you do? And so I start talking about my methods, my methodologies, my practices, my understanding of genetics and cellular mutation and recovery and sleep optimization and energy. And lo and behold, about 100% of people I met with were like, so can you like do that for me too? Like, is that possible? Like, how do I take advantage of this? Because you're doing it for the best in the world. How do you, how can I do this for me? Because this is what I consider myself in my arena. I'm an athlete, but I'm an entrepreneur. I don't get paid to be an athlete, but I get paid to be an entrepreneur. So this is my arena. How can you help me? And so immediately I started to have five, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40 clients that were operating in these different sectors. And they're like, you should be doing this here. This is the market. Don't work with just 25 guys. Work with everybody. Set a business up. No one's talking about this. No one's doing it. Guess what? You, and I'll go back to a word I said earlier, you were owning your different. You were different. You were built differently. You saw it from when you were 13 years old, from when your dad said the word consistent, you all of a sudden took it to a whole nother level and started to decide how to research this stuff and look this stuff up that can be now applied. That is owning your different. That is leaning into it. So how can you help with that? So that was 
transforming up where I had something going. Now, did I know it was called own it? No. Did I know what the business strategy was? No. Was I still a, a, a mumble jumbled mess on December 22nd um, of 2019? Yes. But it's over the, the last three years, it's completely changed in how this has all manifested. And uh, ultimately, then following the callings and uh, being open to it. And to be quite honest with you, it, it might sound crazy, but giving everything up to God and saying, hey, I've listened in every way, shape and form in every capacity that I have, yeah. except for my career up until this point. And my career is the only thing I'm not fulfilled in. So I guess I have to follow that path as well. And the moment that I did that, people came into my life, breaks happened, like when uh, when we signed our deal with Whoop um, to be the exclusive coaching partner with them, or when we sold part of our company off and our IP, I didn't know these people a week before they leaned in and said, hey, can you do this? Or one of them was our client that said, hey, we want, we've we been looking for the solution for, excuse me, for a long time. Can you now do this for us as well? And so it, it, everything just kind of found its way and, and leaned in through a lot of hard work, a lot of consistency. And and leaning into and owning what we knew was our different. Incredible, incredible. If you have a question for Justin, you have to put it into the chat. He is dropping golden nugget after golden nugget. Um, you know, I mean, for for those of you listening, if you don't if you don't put in number one exit strategy for what you're currently doing, but also if you're not doing forecasting of what your marketplace could look like and modeling after people who have been there, then done that, who better to model after than magic Johnson, for God's sake, you know, I mean, but if you're not modeling after people that have been there and done that and learning and being coachable in moving into an entrepreneurial environment, whatever that might be, uh, you're setting yourself up for failure. And Justin certainly didn't set himself up for failure as evidenced by where he is right now today. So we are Infinity X. You can catch us on We Are Infinity X YouTube replay. We are InfinityX.com and we are Infinity X uh, Spotify podcast. And Justin, so let's talk a little bit about Own It now, right? So you move away, you launch, you launch the business. Tell me a little, tell us all a little bit about the structure of Own It, what the specialties are from a coaching perspective and all the different value propositions that you introduce to entrepreneurs and business owners. Yeah, so when when we started, Own It was really a one-to-one coaching program. That's the that's the way it operated, was helping to understand what was going on internally with each and every person so that they could grow their capacity to handle stress. How do you optimize stress? How do you turn stress that you're that you're having into energy and utilizing personalized gut biome, utilizing personalized cellular gene mutation, uh, cellular nutrient deficiency, uh, cellular glucose optimization, and ultimately to create long-term health and longevity. That's what it was all about. And it was great. People leaned in. It was, it was really synergistic and, and it, and it helped take people to that next level. Um, it wasn't until we brought one of our clients on and they transformed themselves. They're like, this is amazing. And they said, you know what, can you do this for my business? Can you do this for my team, my executive team? And we're like, yeah, of course. So built it out, built that process. Then all of a sudden they said, well, our executive team has had so much success. Can you do this now for our 250 employees? 
And it was like, oh boy, okay. The answer is always yes. So it was like, of course, of course. Yeah, I can, I can do this. And then um, we'll figure out how to get it done. So we delivered it. It was great. But it was like, oh my gosh, this is taking so much time. Well, all of a sudden we have four or five other clients that we had in this one-on-one program that said, hey, can you do this for our executive team? Sure. So we put it into their executive program and lo and behold, they, uh, one of the uh, companies we were working with was a app company that builds apps and they wanted to forever institute wearable technology into their, uh, into their uh, platform, but did not know how to do it. Didn't have an expert. Can I, can I, can I interject just one thing or just one quick question, Justin, you mentioned we, do you have certified coaches on your team or like how many coaches do you have in your platform? Yeah. So we are, we now have a uh, executive team of four. Okay. Uh, we have a medical board of three. So a uh, neurologist, a um, gut biome specialist, and then a naturopath. And so those three are on our medical board. And then under them, we have a uh, team of 14 uh, coaches, um, nine on what we call outer energy, and then five um, with uh, what we call inner energy. And so it's a combination of that, that mindset piece, understanding how do we level ourselves up and then bringing uh, the outer energy piece, which is the, the body. And so understanding that stress in our body doesn't know the difference between mental, physical, spiritual, emotional stress. And so we have to account for all of that and being able to then understand. And so when I say we, that's who I was talking about at the time, it was just myself and my fiance who um, she built, uh, she was a vice president of uh, Christian Louboutin for uh, six years. And she came over to own it, believed in the concept, leaving a almost seven figure job um, to come and impact people. And knowing that her job forever was building teams, building teams that won and utilizing a lot of her practices and experience to do that, to run the uh, inner energy team. I ran inner outer energy, she ran inner. And that was just her and I for a long time until that team came along and said, Hey, you know what? We need to figure out how to put wearable technology into our platform. You guys are the best at it. You need an app-based platform that scales. Can we buy own it? And we said, well, no, we're not going to sell own it, but we'll sell you the IP behind the controllables, the habits, and the, um, the understanding of how to utilize HRV as a stress optimizer, building capacity, handling it, and coming back to sustainable habit change that's personalized and habit-driven to optimize consistency. They were like, okay, done. So we did that. We grew. We scaled. All of a sudden, Whoop, who um, is now a Whoop, W-H-O-O-P. Okay. Yep. So Whoop Band, Aura Ring, you've heard of them all. Um, they, they, uh, Whoop just announced their $4.8 billion valuation based off of their last raise. Um, said, hey, we're a tech company. We're not a coaching company. Would you like to be the, we, we'd love to partner and figure out how to work together and be the exclusive coaching partner of, of Whoop. And so that started that relationship, which then brought us into athletics and working within NCAA programs and coach the coach models, and then uh, a licensing model, and then a, all of these things that have now come. And so what also, and, and then now we're, we're running retreats. So Elise and I um, and our team operate four retreats a year uh, in different settings, Tulum, Costa Rica, uh, Mont-Tremblant, Quebec, the Bahamas, uh, that are all focused. And we say it's the only retreat in the world that's built for you. 
because it's based off of your actual personalized data, based off of all the, all the personal chefs, the private chefs cook all your meals based on what you need nutritionally. So match deficiencies, your supplementation routines, all based upon that, what you need to do from a um, uh, exercise meditation, your one-on-one -on -one sessions are all based off of your one-on-one -on -one needs so that when you leave those four days, you now have this personalized blueprint so that you can now go and execute and be the most consistent version of yourself. You can go execute to create sustainable habit change. And in doing so, it's not you're coming and meditating for three hours over the course of a weekend because we come back to real life. That's not practical. We're not going to be able to do that on a day-to-day -day basis. That's why going to a retreat and then leaving, it's great for a week because you feel refreshed, but then you go right back to the old patterns. It's about changing and building something that's sustainable for you, which is why we say own it does not require you to come into our world, but rather own it comes into yours. And that is what allows us to create context independent situations for every single one of our clients, practitioners, users, because you're not dependent on a person, place or thing. You're not dependent on something that worked for Tony or Carol, but rather something that specifically works for David and something that is built for David's life. And so that's what we're doing at the one-on-one -on -one level. It's what we're doing at the B2B level. It's what we're doing at our retreat level. And, um, and we have the team built and structured around that. And it becomes very personalized, very individualized so that nobody falls through the cracks. You um, can prevent long-term chronic illnesses while also optimizing you in today's world so that you can go and ultimately, again, accomplish exactly what you want to and leave the impact that you're going for. It's incredible, Justin. This is Justin Rothland, chauffeur. We are Infinity X, giving a stage and microphone to human excellence. And, and Justin, is your platform <clears throat> offered as a bundle, almost like a you know, call it an employee benefit style program. Like if I own a business and I have a hundred employees, can I bundle this underneath my health insurance program or a cafeteria program or something of that nature? How do I adopt your coaching for not only my, myself and my key executives, but also my staff? Yeah, exactly. It's, so it's exactly that point where it becomes now a, um, a company-wide program that people get to opt into. They, they're not forced to use it. They're not forced to dive into it. If, uh, for example, we brought on a 5,000 uh, person uh, or employee company um, and their executive team went into our one-on-one -on -one coaching program, uh, and then the rest of their employees had the option to opt into a company-wide program. They got their wearable technology. Um, they had uh, coaches that were assigned uh, to, that, um, to that company that they could uh, message and utilize throughout um, uh, any, any given day to help guide them, educate them on what uh, HRV was all about. And then there's a curriculum that's built out over the course of 12 months that they come in and actually do a live event monthly um, and operationalize that. And then they can get discounts through different testing parameters that they then have access to our concierge doctors and everything else to kind of work through and, um, and build through. And then again, drive habits back to that. And so a lot, that's what a lot of companies have done is they've made it accessible. And then depending on who wants to lean in and who wants to utilize it, it's, it's up to them. And so, that's, that's really what that B2B model looks like um, that's been really effective, really positive and, um, and impactful. Incredible. Justin, offline, by the way, I would like to talk to you a little bit more around how that's bundled as an employee benefit. Um, yeah. So, you know, certain different types of uh, 
you know, financial slash taxable offset, you know, taxable write-off opportunities for business owners in that space. I'd be really interested to learn more around that because I see massive value in that space, you know, and, and, but that's, that's an offline question, um, you know, because I know we're, we're not here to give tax or legal advice. Right. But one thing I have noticed over the years, right. Um, we have, uh, businesses uh, of all different shapes and sizes and business owners uh, that we consult with not only for to them personally, but also directly to their business and their rank and file employees um, of different verticals, right? In different market segments. One thing that I have always noticed, no matter what, is regardless of the business entity, regard, or not entity, but you know the, the area of business that they operate in, um, you know, manufacturing, whatever the case may be, whatever sector that they're in, employees that are walking into the building with, you know, I'll use what I do and what we do here at my firm as an example, people that are walking into their job or the corporate environment with the lack of financial stress in their world, people who feel more financially free, financially fit, they're not walking in with financial matters on their mind, are more productive and are happier in the workplace, right? We see that all the time, right? Because I think finance is a massive, massive stress driver, right? Um, can you talk a little bit about, especially now in the world that we're operating in, uh, can you talk a little bit about some of the stressors that you are seeing in the corporate workplace, whether it's financial or whether it's marital or, you know, some of the common reoccurring areas that you're finding that you have to give consistent attention and or coaching to? It's an amazing question. And I want to back up even a little bit more and actually talk about what stress is because a lot of people just are very confused about it. They're like, oh, I need a vacation or, oh, I need a weekend away or whatever it is. You can, you can soundbite this one. Every single thing in our life is stress. It's a spectrum. That's all it is. So ass in the sand, feet in the water, margarita sitting there is stress. Running through New York City with in the rain, late for a meeting, your briefcase opens, can't get down a cab, like that is stress. Uh, Both of those situations are stressful. It's just on a different scale. That's all it is. And so think about our bodies as cups. And the bigger our cup is, the more capacity we have, the more of those New York style situations we can handle before we pop. And so the goal is to build capacity, but then also a system and strategy in which to eradicate whatever stress has come into our cup. And so the moment that we understand whether I'm sitting here talking to you in this interview as being stress or whether I'm going up after this and uh, having a massage, both of those things are stressful. They're going to cause stress to my body at different levels but there's still the next steps of how do I recover from those? How do I maximize that so that I can show up for whatever I'm uh, expected to do tomorrow, which is I've got meetings I have to attend. I have a workout I need to do. I have uh, uh, a uh, dinner meeting I have to go to. I have to travel across Miami. That is gonna be stressful. There's all these things that I'm gonna have to make sure that I can handle. 
And that's where we come back to the controllables, these eight controllables that maximize capacity, maximize capacity to grow. And I want you to picture four circles for a second. The outer circle is physical. The inner circle is mental. The inner circle of that is emotional. And the core is spiritual. Wow. If we do not have a big physical outer ability to handle more, and that can grow through sleep, nutrition, hydration, immune function, environment, mindset, self-care, and activity. If we do not have a big outer core, it stifles the growth mentally, spiritually, and emotionally. Yeah. That's Think right. about it as a concrete outer circle. And that outer shell, if it is not big, we cannot handle the capacity. So all of a sudden, that's why people go away to the lake and think they've got a family, they're going to go to the lake. And they're like, I was at the lake all weekend with my kids, but I come back and I don't feel rested. Well, because everything you did over the course of the weekend was still stressful. So yeah, sure. sure. It's still stress. There's nothing in this world that is not stress. Nothing. And everything starts to accumulate. And so we have to take that into consideration, which is why heart rate variability and HRV, which is your body's way of communicating to you how it's adapting to the stress and strain that you're placing on it is a crucial number to understand, to say, am I adapting positively or am I adapting negatively? What dials can I start pulling on to make sure that I am going to adapt positively. So you come back to that question that you asked as to what areas of stress are completely and continually being brought forward. It's not because your marriage is poor. It's not because your kids are bad. It's not because you are financially inept and that's causing stress. No, it's self-leadership. It comes back to you. It comes back to awareness of what's going on. Everything else is circumstantial. And those circumstances can all be overcome. Those circumstances can all be adjusted. But if we don't change the core entity of what is happening within us, which is that stress component, we're going to be in that same situation, whether we're making a hundred grand a year, or we're making a hundred million a year. We're going to be in that situation, whether we're married to the love of our life or whether we made a mistake at marriage, we're going to be in that same situation, whether we're, um, we have the best kids in the world that sleep through the night. And we have poor kids that wake up three times a night asking for us. None of those, they're all circumstantial and none of those things truly we can control at the end of the day. It comes down to what can we control because there are controllables in this world. They have to do with those eight controllables that I just talked about. What can we control? And then what can we control within that matters to us personally from a cellular, from a DNA, from a personalized structure so that we can be the most consistent version of us every single day. That's incredible stuff right there. I mean, Justin, oh my God, we are infinity X given the stage and microphone to human excellence. We're with Justin Rothman show for here. And he is just absolutely laying it down define the problem in solvable terms you know justin we always in in my world <clears throat> i say this all the time to my clients you know like we we will introduce financial instruments right uh insurances and you know uh, we have a wealth management division as well etc and those are financial we call them you know they're financial products right but i i refer to them as byproducts right? Insurance is a solution based upon an identifiable issue, 
right? And that, and that issue, right, is solved via process. The financial solution that comes or the product that is introduced there is a byproduct of the identification of that, of that solution, right? And so when you are, when you're on an intake, as an example, with a, with a client, right, whether they, whomever that they are, and you identify that finance, uh, which is obviously one of the biggest stressors that, that you know, um, Americans face, you know, especially look, inflation's at freaking like 10% right now, it's out of control, you know, so there's a lot of economic challenges that we have right now. So I would imagine that a lot of people are feeling economic challenge when that when the finance piece um, is one of the key stressors that is introduced or that you diagnose um, <clears throat> outside, you know, it, it is out through that process of, of I, like explain, talk a little bit around, um, you know, okay, you've identified or that the problem is, you know, financial stress, right? And, and it's because of X, Y, and Z. Do you put them onto a specific style of program for, I'll call it recovery from that? Do you outsource education? Like, what does that look like? Yeah. yeah. So when you come down to it, that's where, for us, it becomes the combination of inner and outer energy. And that's where the inner energy component becomes so heavy. If you looked at that person that has financial stress, I, and I love this because it, it, it has never failed. If you look at this person that has financial stress, yeah. I guarantee you, they probably don't sleep well. No. They probably don't eat well. No. They probably don't hydrate properly. They probably don't care about their body and exercise in an appropriate way. Their environment around them is probably poor. Their relationships probably don't work. They uh, probably have, get sick often. Their immune function isn't operating at the highest level. And they probably have a really poor mindset. All these different byproducts, right? Yeah, it's unbelievable. And so you come back to it and it's just, it, it's just the way in which it's manifesting in you. That's all it is. It's just, it's showing up in a different way. It's no different than when someone comes to us that has diabetes and then eight months later, their pancreas has magically turned back on and they no longer use insulin. It's no different than the, um, the mom that has had four miscarriages. And after working with us for 18 months, she has uh, a new baby boy. It's wow. no different than the, um, uh, the, the, the husband and wife who are on the verge of divorce and the father, after working with us for eight months, they are, they're on fire again. It, it just comes back to a systematic process of you and your core. And, the, and that's why that inner energy component is so key is because it's a new age of awareness. It's a new understanding. It's a new self-leadership component and understanding where we go. I want to give an analogy here for a second. And it's, if you think of a house, Okay. And I, I have no problem. This is, I, I have a hard time with the health and wellness industry a little bit because everything is like, this product is going to solve your problem. This product <laughs> is going to solve your problem. Cold plunging, solve your problems of the world. Uh, sauna, heat therapy, going to solve the problems of the world. Keto diet, going to solve the problems of the world. High intensity interval training, going to solve the problems of the world. I can keep going on forever. Sure. All those tools are awesome, but that's all they are as tools. It's like buying a house and saying, this couch, this couch is going to make your house a home. <laughs> so I go and buy this beautiful $50,000 couch. I put it in my house and I've got nothing in my house, but a couch. 
Right. That's not a home. It's the carpet. It's the banister. It's the TV. It's the um, uh, the pictures. It's the coach. It's everything in the kitchen. Yeah. Everything together, combined in the right combination, makes that house a home. And certain things may be a focal point, but they don't exist without everything else. Sure. And so when, when you come and you say, I have a financial stressor issue, okay, awesome. That's, that, I, that, that's great, I always say. Like, hey, I have, I have this problem. Awesome, that's great. Let's figure out what the root is. Yeah. Yeah. Let's not play at this part of the pyramid. We want to play at this part of the pyramid. We're going to play like everybody else. Yeah. And we don't at, at own it. And the people that facilitate with us or operate or hang out with us, we don't operate in average because we're here to be great. And we're here to be that 1%. We're here to own our different. And that's why, and that's why we exist. And so we play at the bottom of the pyramid because we're going to get root of actually what's happening to the root of problems and make sure that they don't exist one, two, three, four, five, six years down the way and just continue to put band-aids on bullet holes or a, a piece of scotch tape on a piece of broken cement and expect it to come back together, but actually get to the root of what's going on. Understand that it begins with you. Understand that there's nothing wrong with you, but rather we have to understand what personalized habit changes need to occur for those outcomes to come back to us. Because financial, uh, where you live, the vacations you take, how much money you make, the um, the relationships you have, those are all outcomes. Outcomes that we have zero control over. And when we focus on those, we're focused on the wrong things because we're forgetting about what we can control. And the moment we come back to those, we personalize those, we figure out what matters to you, not me, but matters to you, that is when your life changes. Incredible. Incredible stuff, Justin. This is Justin Rothland Schofer. We are Infinity X, stage and microphone for human excellence. And Justin, last question, uh, because we're coming up on the top of the hour and I want to be integrity of your time. And I can't, first and foremost, I can't even begin to thank you enough for sharing this stage tonight. The message is unbelievable. Uh, and, and in so many different areas, peak performance, identification of root challenges, et cetera. It's just been, it's just been one of the best conversations that I've been fortunate to have. And we've been running Infinity X now for about two years. And so, um, it, you know, just really, really, really super powerful stuff. I can't wait to watch the replay. <laughs> um, my last question, of course, brother, absolutely. No, I appreciate you. My last question is what's next for Justin? Like, where are you going? What's next? What is the next five years of your world look like? Yeah, it, to be honest with you, it's really, uh, we're in scale mode. We are, we are in full-bledged scale mode um, to reach as many people as we can. Um, we've built our team now uh, between uh, uh, Own It App uh, that was purchased by uh, Max One and um, uh, and Own It Coaching, we're at a team of about thirty five. Um, and so, as we continue to grow, as we continue to scale, as we become, uh, we do, we're in the process of um, closing a, a pretty major deal with uh, uh, a Power Five conference um, nice. in the NCAA. But uh, again, it comes back to it's not about performance; it's about treating these these athletes as people as real people uh, and and caring about what happens after the four years and creating that habit change for them so that they now have the tools strategies and systems in place of what is next how do you do that how do you take that 
to the next level. And so to answer your question is it is it is continuing to scale, continuing to impact, continuing to grow um, while uh, staying true to myself, my values and uh, uh, and building out uh, and, and, and building out my family. Yeah. And, you know, Justin, that there's so many things to dissect with what you just said that I'm really interested in also connecting with you offline, you know, because I mean, I've talked to a number of different former NFL football players and we have former athletes that are clients of ours. And one of the things that has been consistent in their messaging is that they would love to see the, you know, financial literacy and business literacy, et cetera, um, scaled upward, you know, for the professional athlete as they prepare for, you know, a retirement at 25 years old, right. Or a retirement at 35 years old, you still have a long runway to go. So I, I, I'm excited to, to learn more of your opinion and, and, and your mastery in that space. Um, but you know, I would be, I'm sorry that I do have one more question, but I have to ask this, what state are you, are you in public speaking as well? Are you speaking on stages or what are some stages that you're looking to speak upon? Yeah, I, to be honest with you, it's, it's a big part of our plan uh, for 2021, 22, 21. I had uh, a lot of them were virtual. I had my, I uh, was able to get back on about 10, 15 different stages in 2021. Um, but 2022, the goal is to, um, is to grace uh, no, no less than 30 uh, stages uh, throughout this year. So um, looking at about two a month. So happy to have any anybody out there who's looking to to have me on a stage i'd be more than happy to chat and um and look at how we make that uh, make that happen i'm excited to co-create with you justin because you know between what you're up to in the world what we are up to in the world here at epic and some of the ecosystems that we have exposures to i think that there's some pretty neat and dynamic things that we can take a look at this is Everybody, this is Justin Rothland Schofer. Um, Justin, one more time, drop it out to the group. How do they find you? Yeah, absolutely. So you can find me in two places. Make it simple. Uh, you can come to my Instagram page uh, at Justin Roth uh, or simply go to ownitcoaching.com. And uh, we have a very responsive team from there that will always make sure everything gets to me. Ownitcoaching.com and at Justin Roth. Justin, I got to tell you, you're a mega power, brother. I have in thoroughly enjoyed tonight's conversation. I love what you're up to. I see you in our future. And, um, you know, I think that uh, I think you're just up to just really, really special things that I would love to be a part of uh, in one way or another. So I, I, I happy new year to you, brother. And I, I really want to thank you for spending some time with us tonight on Infinity X. Uh, David, I appreciate you and uh, and the platform and I uh, really look forward to what we can develop and build here uh, in 2022. Outstanding. Folks, this is Justin Rothland Schaffer. We are Infinity X. Replay available. We are Infinity X YouTube. We are InfinityX.com. We are Infinity X Spotify podcast. Uh, once again, this has been Justin Rothland Schaffer. Justin, thank you so much for this evening. And folks, until next week, we are signing off for another episode of We Are Infinity X. Justin, have a wonderful night, brother. Thank you so very much for spending some time with us tonight. I appreciate you. Appreciate you, buddy. Have a good night. See you. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Infinity X. Don't forget to check us out on YouTube by searching We Are Infinity X. Until next time.